What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 71 of your mom's favorite threesome, the New Year's Eve edition. Uh, we're breaking everything down for the year. Uh, Going to talk some bowl games. Currently watching the Alabama-Kansas State game. Maybe the easiest bet I've ever made. Uh, we're going to talk about the OU game, the TU game, and then just a uh, year rewind. But uh, before we get to all that, let me go ahead and get the guys on here. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, fellas? What up, boys? We here. Can you believe it? We survived another year, boys. 2022 well, is in the well, books. Almost. Oh, yeah. Almost. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> we currently at 1 o'clock. We still got a hole. Yeah. yeah. It is a Matter of fact, let's, uh, let's yeah. crack one of these open yeah, real quick. Yeah, we're recording this you know. at uh, 1.30 on uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, so we do have a little bit of uh, a day ahead of us. So no telling what the, the future holds. But it's been a pretty good year, boys. You know, uh, we've been doing the pod for about a year now. A little over a year. And I uh, oh, love that sound. <laughs> love that sound. And uh, I'm very thankful for all the listeners that we've got. And uh, Hell yeah. looking forward to the future, man. Yeah, man. All, all, all 15 of our listeners. <laughs> I appreciate we you guys. Yeah, we love every single one of you guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much um, for your support. I uh I looked at that video again on uh the last the post of my shotgun up to uh fifteen fifteen hundred views now Ooh. and it's sixty plus likes. I, I, I don't I don't I know what we're doing, but uh hey, keep liking, keep looking at the stuff. I'm gonna at, keep at what point do you call it viral? Because no shit have been viral. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well Antoine's isn't far behind. I mean he's got fifty plus likes and it's at fourteen hundred plus views. Yeah, there you go. So I don't you know. some support somewhere. Yeah. Someone's that. loving it. <clears throat> if it's bots, then hey. I do remember. Hey, hey, shout out bots, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> didn't we make another shotgun bet on a game? Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to remember what it was. I can't remember what it is. Um, oh, I, it might have been the OU game. I kind of thought it was. I think it is. It might have been. It might be that, yeah. We'll have to. I, mean, like, I, I would we'll love for you guys to start it up. Uh, yeah, we'll have to go back. <laughs> you no, know, we don't need to review, yeah, review the, tape. the tape on that one, boys. We don't need to review the tape. Because we can just take it right now. I'll uh-huh. tell you what. That, once again, another bet that I really liked. You know, I couldn't believe the spread got up to uh, Florida State minus ten. Yeah, I, let's I, just jump right into that game. Yeah, as I say, I didn't know. I, I wasn't one hundred percent confident that we were going to win it, but did feel good that OU would cover that, and uh, they did. In fact, uh, led this game most of the game. Uh, I felt like we were the better team for about three and a half quarters of this game. Yeah. Um, you know, it's unfortunate. Didn't get the win. But you know what? I woke up the next day, and although I was disappointed, at the same time, I was happy with the effort. Yeah. You know, we had four new starting linemen starting this game. Um, and then after three snaps, one, <laughs> the one starter goes down. So we had five and, new and we had Five new guys going. Uh, of course, backup running backs in there who, I mean, oh, yeah. both, shout out to the, uh, DeMarco Murray for getting those boys ready because both of these guys look great. Um, overall, though, it was just a it was a good game. Yeah, I, I you know it was, it was fun to watch. Of course, we all went to uh, the local watering hole uh, that they call the arena. Yeah, and uh, posted up there for about oh I don't know five six seven hours seven hours. Yeah, arena so seven hours. Hey, it is man. It I, sure is. I will so always fun. give uh, the, the shout outs to uh, arena because yeah they they. Uh, Great spot to go. Good drinks. Good prices. Uh, plenty of TVs for everyone. It's just a good spot. Yeah, I mean, it's just always been a, a good go-to. So uh, they did us well. Um, like I said, we hung out there, watched the whole game, and 
like I said, disappointing how it finished. Sure. You know, obviously, you never want to go down that way. First losing season for OU since 1998. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but the, the future's bright, man. OU locked in the top five class. Uh, not done yet. Not done yet because there's a uh, few more things that they're saying, some transfers and stuff like that that could happen. Yeah, somewhere after the – actually, after the playoff games. Yeah, the, and – you know, a little birdie has said that there it's uh, there's some Georgia players that are going to be on the move, and um, OU could have a, a shot at that. So that'd be great. Um, looking forward to that, and uh, just seeing how we can finish. It. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, uh, I don't think we're alone in the apartment, boys. It is <laughs> hot. Yeah, door just opened by itself. Uh, so um, off strong. Uh, yeah, I agree. I was I was actually pretty pleased with the effort. Um, you know, you got five new offensive linemen. I thought Gabriel handled it almost about as well as you could with the amount of pressure he had. Um, the running backs, I mean, if there's anybody that comes out of this game with the most stock being bought, it's Gavin Sawchuk. Mm-hmm. Um, next year, him and Javante Barnes, I think you're talking about arguably the most I, – I can't think of another duo in the Big 12 next year who oh, – no, not like that. Not like that. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. Until he officially announces it, I mean, I'm just expecting Marvin Mims to come back. You know, it's interesting. You know, obviously I expect an answer probably with this week. Yeah. To kind of see what he's going. It wouldn't shock me either way. I agree. At this point. I mean, I think he he had a good enough game to be like, okay, you know, uh, it might help the film a little bit, you know, going forward. But another year I don't think would hurt him. Yeah. I think he has a little bit to gain there. It just really depends. I, I just don't want him to get swallowed up in one of those late rounds and you know never hear his name again. Um, I just think he left too much, as I said, too much meat on the bone. Right. Um, I mean, I don't know how many games we watched this where he could have had much bigger games if, one, he would have caught the ball better. Yeah, I mean, he had some drops. He had, yeah, yeah, he did. Um, and then, too, you know, and this is the only thing. I actually thought Jeff Levy called a pretty damn good game on Thursday night. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing I would like to see going forward next year is that I want to see I want to see how they can get the ball in the playmaker's hands, not just with deep throws, yep. like with bubble screens. I would like to see them do a little bit with what they do with Farouk yeah, to with Mims if he comes. Well. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, Farouk's obviously, as far as receivers go, I mean, he's got the – he'll be – I mean, if Marvin didn't come back, he's the lead dog. Oh, yeah. But um, it's going to be interesting because uh, I just like the way they use Farouk. I think that's how you're supposed to use a play. You're one of your better playmakers, and I like to see them if he does come back use Mims that way. Um, but again, you, I, you can't. The offense, I can't come away mad at him at all. I actually thought all five of those linemen, uh, under the circumstances, played really well. Um, you know, they had a couple penalties that uh, were killer. Um, yeah, and you know that's to be expected with the new sure. line. I mean, that that's so much pressure going into one game to where it's like, hey, by the way, we need you to be near perfect. Uh, you know, I know you never play together, and you know you're making your first starts, including a true freshman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, guarding a guy who could be a first round pick. Yeah, um, and, and I mean, again, it should be noted that Florida State brought everybody back. Oh yeah, no, it, it, hey, no one opted out for Florida State. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. wow. And not not just that. I think at the same time, Florida State. I mean, they they threw everything at us, and mm-hmm. and you know, um, quarterback played really well. Yeah, he I did. Mean, you know, they, it's pretty easy though. I will say to uh, to make throws to wide open guys um, because that was one of the issues in this game. Was 
OU would find, get themselves in a good spot and then have a busted coverage um, or not be able to get to the quarterback and he would, uh, you know, his receivers get into the open part of the zone. Yeah. I mean, they were in so much cover, too, in the game that um, without pressure, I mean, you're going to find wide open guys. Yeah, and, get, yeah I agree. And, it, it, you know, that really hurt us. Um, so that was disappointing. But, you know, the, the one thing I will say, I, I obviously got to mention this because um, you were saying, you know, Gabriel didn't play terrible, and he didn't play terrible. But we find ourselves right back in the same spot to where I'll say this till I'm blue in the face, is that Gabriel is a little step up from a game manager, but not the kind of guy who's going to go out there and win you a game. He can get you to a good point to where you could win a football game, but he's not going to win it for you. And this is where we needed him to make some plays because that offense dried up. That but that uh, early third quarter, um, early really fourth quarter. I mean, for most part of the second half, it was a pretty dull offense. Yeah, but it should be noted too that they ran the ball fifty six times to just twenty four passes. So. No, and, and that is true. But I think that it's by design too because mm-hmm. I mean Gabriel missed some throws. You know that one that Mims uh, ended up catching on the uh, left sideline. That ball stayed up there forever. I mean, it was a, it was a good throw because he ends up catching it, but if he leads him and gets a little less air under that, it's a touchdown. The one, the one, the, actually, I think that throw was actually the better of the deep ones. The one that it's the first, very first one they threw. He put way too much air under that one. It's yeah. the one that got knocked out of Mims' hands. Mims had a couple yards on him. If he throws that more on a line, it takes the air out of it. Then, yeah, then that's a touchdown easy. The other one, I think. Was about as good as you're good throw as needed to be, especially with two guys around there. But I get what you're saying. But at the same time, too, he wasn't the reason why we lost. No, he's not the reason that we lost. I'm not going to throw that all on him. But what I am going to say, though, is like we did need him to make some plays that second half. And it just really wasn't there. Um, and, and it's not so much that I'm trying to dog on him. It's just that's who he is. And that's what we have to accept. You know, the defense played well. Um, but they weren't able to make the stop when we needed them to. And that's you know? that's the thing. They would go down. OU, and that's just been the story all season. They would go down and take a lead, and when we needed the defense to make a stop, yeah, they couldn't do it. Right. And that's where it's like uh, the complementary football where Gabriel will be successful when that defense is built up and able to force turnovers, make you know hold uh, hold the team or mm-hmm. hold and make stops. That's the kind of defense. Uh, Gabriel needs. Unfortunately, he takes a lot of the blame, even though the defense is what ends up giving up the yeah. you know, late touchdown and all that. But you know, the offense did fumble. Yeah, uh, I saw the Sawchuk. Yeah, see the uh, Sawchuk fumbling was a that hurt. I mean, that was you know the the, the near nail in the coffin. Yeah, uh, for the Sooners that night. But like I said, man, it, overall, I obviously I wanted the bowl win. Uh, sure, it, it would have been nice going into the off season, something to hang their hat on. But you know what? It's just part of uh, part of how the season went, man. And you know, Vittles very disappointed in it, but also understands that this is a time to build off of, and that it's only going to make it that much more sweet when all this stuff starts clicking. Yeah, and of course, you know, if they, you know, they're not if they aren't done in the transfer portal, I, I mean, as far as recruiting goes, I think they're pretty well set. Um, they might steal something in February. Yeah. Pick something up, maybe they find, but I think it's going to be transfer portal stuff. But then you start looking into getting these young guys in. I mean, all the early enrollees are some of the big playmakers on uh, both sides of the ball that uh, that they uh, recruited. 
um, you know, it's it's exciting. I mean, it, it does get you excited, and you see stuff from last night that you just sit, you sit and you do. You know, it does. You think of the future. Um, again, it, you know, if certain things go OU's way, you know, if Marvin Mims does come back next year, that receiving core looks much better, especially when you get to include the freshman uh, Petaway in there yep. with his speed. Um, I would like to see them use Jaden Gibson a little more, um, unless J- they just don't believe Jaden Gibson's just where he needs to be. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting with Austin Stogner coming back um, and filling in that Braden Wills role. Um, I think this is going to be a little bit more of a tight end friendly uh, offense than the last time Stogner was uh, here. So it's going to be interesting to see that. I mean, in the defense, I mean, there's so many guys, Peyton Bowen, P.J. Adebare, um, you know, some of the other D linemen uh, they got. I mean, it's just a bright future, and I just I expect OU to come out next year and be much better. Yep, for sure. And, and that's what's obviously very exciting is to know, you know, help's coming. And, and it's a lot of day one ready guys. Oh, then they're wanting to be. They're going to be able to contribute right away. So it's not like, oh, we got to wait for these young kids. No, there's a lot of dudes that are coming in that are playing and starting from the moment they get here. I mean, Bowen said in an interview uh, this weekend he wants to be day one starter. Oh, and I mean, I, I absolutely believe he can be. Uh, and, you know, I will say – Secondary, I mean, it's getting kind of stacked up back Oh, that secondary is going to be – they show it too deep of yeah, the, with the guys coming in and exactly. who's there. So, I mean, it, it's not a given position right now. But I, I Well, safety is going to be loaded, especially adding Reggie Pearson in the transfer yeah. portal, that guy from Tech. Yep, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, Bowen's going to have some competition. But I do believe that, you know, he, he can uh, uh, definitely get there and uh, be a guy who, yeah, will uh, we'll start and – Help us from the moment he arrives on campus. So uh, the good news too is I think it's you know not all teams like this, but I kind of do. I think OU is going to get slept on next year. I think they'll either be either incredibly they'll be low ranked or they won't even be ranked at all in any of the preseason polls. Um, and I just think people are going to kind of you know forget about them, and then that right. gives OU no. I mean, they really have no pressure on no, them. I mean, they come out and just you know come out and just play their game. Tell me how much that sounds like, 99 to, to 2000. 2000. I mean, exactly I like mean, it. it's crazy. You know, I mean, very similar years. Um, and, you know, no one was ex- expecting much from OU. All of a sudden they had this mammoth uh, defense and, you know, a transfer quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the rest was history, you know, 13-0. and 0. But, uh, man, I, I don't know. I do want to ask you, um, you know uh, – Gabriel's kind of played down whether he was going to come back or not. I think it's insane that we live in a world where you got to ask your starters from I agree. every year that if they're going to be coming back or not. But, uh, I mean, is he a sooner next year? I think he is, and I'll say this too. The best thing that might happen for Dylan Gabriel is Jackson Hall coming on team because I think this year, and we obviously saw it once he went out, um, you know, Dylan had no real threat of anybody taking over his job if he would did not play well. Right. He will have, if, especially if he may, if Jackson Arnold makes it interesting in spring practices and stuff. I mean, he he will. I mean, he'll have to be yeah. on his A game. No, every game for sure. Uh, or he'll he'll be hitting the chance just like when Caleb and Spencer were here. I feel bad in that sense because I mean this could get ugly fast for Gabriel if he if he doesn't play well next year. Yeah, um, I do too as well believe that he'll be back next year. Um, I, I just 
man, I, I'm telling you, it's a tough sp- position, but that's what the world we live in now. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of great talent everywhere. Um, Jackson Arnold, Arnold, I mean, we're putting this dude on a such a high pedestal right now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because we believe the ceiling is so high. And, uh, you know, a lot of people say that he really is the best quarterback coming out of this class. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see Manning, Nelson, and and uh, Arnold compete over the next you know, few years and see which one actually turns out to be the best. But um, I, I just I think it's best for Arnold to take a year. I agree. Oh, I agree. Behind Gabriel, let him just get used to everything and being an you know being a a college football player. Sure. Uh, get bigger, stronger, fat. You know all those things. Um, but I, man, I'm telling you. I would not be shocked if Gabriel struggle the offense struggles, and Gabriel is not making the the plays that uh, we don't see Arnold next year. Well, that's my thing is that now you have to set up like the over under. I mean, again, the best thing that can happen for Dylan is Arnold coming because he'll have to play really good football. Um, the best thing for Arnold actually might be that Dylan Gabriel comes out and plays really good football. Right. Then he gets to sit. He gets to sit out. He gets to you know. He gets to learn from Dylan. He gets to learn from Levy. He gets to watch this offense. Uh, I mean, that to me is the bet. That's the best combination. But I agree. If I mean, if Dylan does struggle, there. I mean, they did it with Caleb and uh, Spencer. The fans are going to do. They'll do it again for Dylan. Yeah, and I, I like that Gabriel or uh, Jackson Arnold's already kind of taken that. Um, approach of being like hey i'm kind of expecting to sit behind gabriel year. Mm-hmm. you know i mean he he knows that that's kind of how it works and honestly it's probably how it should work um in a normal world in a normal world yeah, absolutely and i mean but uh i just like his attitude man and and what uh he, he was going to bring to the table i, I just believe the future is really bright with him and uh, super excited to see it! I'm so ready for this season to kind of end. Yeah, because we'd we'd been you know our heart had been ripped out a few times and seen a lot of ugly football and just it was weird, just very weird year. But um, I do want to mention one thing, and it has to do to do with the game itself. All the Tech fans, Baylor fans, OSU fans that were complaining about OU getting this game, uh, go look at the numbers. This was the most watched football game that was post that was pre uh, New Year's Eve six and the playoffs. Wow. No other bowl game had more viewership than I that mean, let's game. Be, let's be honest. I mean, OU brings the fans. Florida State brings the fans, especially. I mean, you know, uh, Seminole Nation is really excited about where their program's going. And I would watch highlights in that game in that stadium. It was loud yeah, at that in, stadium. They were in Orlando too, right? Yep. So um, it was loud down it, there. Yeah. No, it was. It was a great. Like I said, it was a great game. Um, unfortunate to go our way, but you know, let's just get this past, finish up these bowl games, and uh, get to next year. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited to see what next year looks like. But. All right. That being said, and then we can get into the OSU game next, but let's kick start. Uh, just like last year, we were going to play our favorite drinking game, short bus. Let's get it. Um, you know, last year's that was a fun episode doing that last year, playing a couple games. We are on a little bit of a time limit, so we are going to have to play uh, maybe one or two. Well, but, man, you aren't on the Oh, no, no. You, me, and <laughs> Preston is. Yeah. Um, Preston's on the time. So, real quick, so uh, Preston, red or black? Let's go uh, Let's go red to start. Boomer Sooner, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Antoine, would you do the honors of having the first sip? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Antoine, red or black? Black. Drink two more. 
Yeah, get a rest. See how the day is going to go today. Yeah. And I'm going to go black. Okay. All right. Sam's off and running. Yeah. All right, boys. I just want to say, oh. so that noise, because <laughs> I'm pissed oh, off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> while, while we were talking about the OU game, I, just, I, I see Antoine over there is Mrs. Doubtfire just <laughs> doing all this cleaning. Cleaning up the area. I'm just like, what the heck is going My on? My brand he's, new he's, thing he's, of laundry detergent I just bought oh. fell over. Somehow, and the top came off yeah. of it. The cap. The yeah. cap came off, and I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, <laughs> looked like a murder scene from <laughs> So I had to do a quick little cleanup, and I'm just sitting there so salty. Like, I just spent $25. I was going to say, that's big. expensive stuff. Yeah, man. So uh, Real quick, jumping anything else, quick OSU thoughts. I know we weren't uh, – I, I saw, you know, I was pleased with what I saw from OSU, actually. I mean, obviously, I'm not the biggest OSU fan, but I just wanted them to see, compete, kind of show some life. Um, and they did that against uh, Wisconsin. Uh, you know, they, they played hard. The defense played hard. Uh, you know, Wrangell made an awesome play in the fourth quarter, um, but it, you know, wasn't enough. Uh, that running game for Wisconsin was just a little bit too much. But, uh, you know, I was I was happy. To, I was pleased with what I saw with OSU because, but literally, this could have been a game where they just, I mean, once, you know, anything bad happened, they could they would easily just fold it up and it just turned to a blowout, but they never let that happen. No, exactly. That's a good point. Uh, they fought to the very end, you know, made this game look closer uh, than it really was, I would say. Yeah. Uh, you know, 24-17. Uh, Wisconsin just was too much the entire game. I mean, that, yeah, um, Allen was running all over them. Um, I, I did want to mention, because um, I didn't want to, Leave this. Oh, you got to catch that boy. Wow. You don't want to leave this without saying, is it weird that Wisconsin just got two transfer quarterbacks? Because they got Nick Evers. Uh huh. Right? So I'm assuming Nick is thinking, okay, we're going in starting day one. Yeah. And then they get Mordecai. So I'm wondering if it's. I'm wondering if it's a thing where they're setting up. I mean, obviously Nick Evers could come in to take the job day one, but I mean, clearly Tanner Mordecai. Guy who was, I think, top five yeah, in touchdown passes big, in the he's nation. Established guy, yeah. He's a he'd be, he'd be a one year guy. He'd be a bridge guy. So I'm wondering if it's a thing where they're working, where Nick's gonna. I mean, to a certain extent, Tanner will be too. But I think Tanner played in more of a closer system to what Phil Longo likes to run. Um, I think maybe it's a thing where they're gonna play uh, Tanner, and then they uh, the Nick Evers gets the reins going forward. I just man, uh, but look, you think Nick Evers went there for? That? That's my point. Yeah. It's like two years, man. Like you're thinking a highly five star recruit like mm-hmm. Evers was mm-hmm. to, to have to sit two years behind. You know, it's gonna be tough. You know, goes to OU. Want you know is very crowded quarterback room the moment he gets there, but then all of a sudden everyone transfers away and he's like, oh shit, shit. You know, like I got an opportunity to 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 play here, mm-hmm. especially when Gabriel goes down and all this and never gets a fair shot. Yeah. And, um, you know, transfers away. Don't blame the guy. You no. Know? And I'm thinking, okay, Wisconsin, good good start. Um, I'm happy for him. Hopefully, you know, they can get that going there and he can be a part of the success, the turnaround for Wisconsin. And then all of a sudden I see Mordecai going. I'm like, well, Mordecai is the established, ready-to-go day-one guy. I just I wonder if Evers had any idea that they were looking. So, had, had to so, so my thing is, I think he obviously had to know. But you got to remember this too, in a sense. College football, the way things go, you got to have two pretty good quarterbacks in your system now. Because I mean, as, if it is obviously what we saw with OU last year, if you don't have, 
if you have one good one and then you don't have at least a decent one behind them, your offense is in big trouble. Yeah. Um, so and who's the better quarterback, like talent wise? Well, I mean, we have to say Mordecai. 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 That's, that's what we've seen. I mean, like Sam just you said, he was top numbers. five in touching touchdown passes. Yeah. Made through seven Nick in Evers, one half. Nick Evers has been in. Yeah. yeah. He threw seven and one half this Nick, year. Nick Evers has had the what four snaps? <laughs> yeah, which by the way, he. I mean, I saw enough in the first few drives of Davis Bell that I was hoping they were going to put Nick Evers in. Yeah, give him, let him, just let see what he's got. I couldn't believe they did it, man. I could. I thought it was almost a kind of. A, I will say, it's, if that's a low point of Levy, it's that and Venable. It was kind of that. It's kind of slapping the face of that kid because he he comes in for the last four snaps of the game, but. uh I don't know. I just think one. I think it's smart by Wisconsin to fill up their QB room because you want to make sure you have oh, yeah. that. But I agree. I think Nick. I mean, I gotta imagine Nick Evers was told this. How he liked it or not, I don't know. But well, you think of this too. Okay, let's go the other way. What about Mordecai? Mordecai's not going somewhere to sit his last year. No, you know. So I mean, it's it's almost like it's Mordecai Evers, hundred mm-hmm. percent, and like. I don't know. That's crazy. But anyway, let's real quick. Let's jump back to OSU. I, I just had to mention that because I saw that and I was like, "That's weird." That's a good point. And um, that being said, I also like everything that Fickle's doing right now right, with yeah. Wisconsin. So far, so good, man. Um, but yeah. Anyway, OSU. You know, obviously not the way they wanted to finish. It is weird to think that, and which of course now feels like a lifetime ago that OSU was near the top four for the playoff. Mm-hmm. At one point this year, six and one. Yeah, and then they finished the season the way they did. Um, it's it just kind of crazy, man. And um, now they've obviously done really well in the portal. Um, a lot of bringing in a lot of talent because they lost a lot of talent. Um, Need to go get a quarterback. Yep, got to f- kind of figure out that because that's kind of where Gundy's been so great is that he's had quarterbacks to be able to throw to these three star receivers that they end up turning into guys that are making big plays and really playing outside of their rankings. So uh, it all starts with the quarterback position. When you sent me that thing on Mordecai, I was, my first kind of thought was like, you know, Mike Gundy, you know, OSU, that would have been a great quarterback to go out and well, get. either one of those guys. Yeah. I'm thinking you, you grab him Evers before he leaves the state. Mordecai was just around the corner. Uh, you know, it's like it, it is crazy to think that they haven't landed a big-time quarterback because I think – Gundy has shown that he turns quarterbacks into, uh, you know, top guys. Well, I do think, do you think um, Evers was chasing the program though, because I feel like Wisconsin's football team big. Eh, I just I don't know if I want to say more. I will say this: that the new that new well, yeah, yeah. Well, I, no, Wisconsin and OSU are almost kind of on the same yeah, level. Yeah, but I mean, if you think. If you Wisconsin look at if you look at a little bit more success than yeah. Wisconsin, yeah, that's what I mean. But I will say this. I think a lot of these guys are, they are attracted to that that offense that Phil Longo likes to run. I mean, this is a guy who just turned Drake May into a guy who's going to be one of the top two quarterbacks taken in the twenty twenty four draft. True. Um, so I mean that he does in a very quarterback friendly offense. Now there's been rumors going around that there's possibly going to be a new offense coordinator uh, for the Cowboys. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk that uh, Kel Gundy's. Uh, there could be a good chance he joins that staff um, to do play calling, or you know, be he- very heavily involved in the uh, you know game planning. Um, and I mean, which w- I w- I'll say this: it would be a great hire for 
OSU because my or Kale actually is good with play calling as you saw in the Oregon game, but he's also uh, he's also a dynamic recruiter. I mean, he would he would help them out massively recruiting, which is something they need a lot of help with. So. It's going to be interesting to see. I know they did bring in one guy, Brennan Armstrong, who was the quarterback of Virginia last year. Um, you know, he had one great, he had a great year two years ago, and then last year they got a new coach and pretty much just went all to hell. But I mean, they they have to go and find someone a quarterback to help with that room, a guy with some experience because Brangle showed some good things. Uh, but am I looking at him being like, yeah, this might be the guy? Not exactly. Right. I agree with that. Hey, real quick, is is there another coach in college football that could convince first round guys to come play in a bowl game like Nick Saban? Obviously, they're not playing for a playoff spot. This is just the Sugar Bowl. You know, we're seeing that playoffs is the only thing that matters to a lot of these kids now. Mm-hmm. You know, he talks freaking Will Anderson and Bryce Young to to come and play in this game, including all who else knows what other guys that could have sat out too. Yeah. Uh, convinces them all to play, stay, and uh, of course now they're just you know kicking the crap out of Kansas. Well, State. I think it's also like a pride thing for these kids. It and should it's the, be, and it's the Sugar Bowl too. Bro, right? it should be. That's so, my point. Is like, but over the but last not every years, bowl game means as much as no, no, is as big as a this basic bowl game. bowl game. I'm getting more. I'm getting more of a sense of okay. I kind of get it. Like Eric Gray sitting out in the OU game. I was like, I don't blame him. You know, yeah, like, he's a running back. Running backs made money this yeah, year. Exactly. Totally understand. And of so, course. And then other guys, I mean, Anton Harrison got hurt in the Tech game, the last game of the year. I mean, I get it. He's the one guy who's like a projected number one, like a first-round pick for OU. Yeah. Like, I get it. Um, but, you know, I mean, Alabama did not have the year they expected to have. I think – I know I did. I picked them to be in the national – I think I even picked them to be the national champion because um, they were bringing so many back. Um, was Bryce Young – and Bryce Young was injured a little bit this he year. He was injured a little bit this yeah, year. They played – they played – um, uh, Milrow, uh, I think two, three games. Mm-hmm. Two games um, you know, Will Anderson didn't exactly have the same year as he had last year. Um, so, I mean, these guys want to finish strong. I, I totally understand that. I and thought it was cool. Will Anderson said, uh, "I did." They asked why he's playing in this game. He said, "I didn't want to be a hypocrite." He goes, "I'm, a, I'm the leader of this team, uh, and I, I've told guys to, you know, come ready to play every game." He goes, if I sat out, I'm going against my, you know, my own word. So he ends up playing. But I just, I, I tip my hat to Bama for getting everyone to play in this and, and sure. finish their year strong. I mean, this is exactly why Bama is the the cream of the crop and the, uh, you know, the the standard of college football. Yep. No, I agree 100. Uh, percent No, Siri, we cannot. <laughs> Real quick, so obviously tonight is the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Let's get just some quick predictions because we got to uh, touch on a few other stuff. Um, first game up is going to be Mission TCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you got in that, Preston? Also, higher or lower than three? Yeah, I'm going to go higher. Sam, please drink. Okay. Um, man, I'm telling you right now, I know it's so easy to go with Michigan on this. Um, you know that they're they've proved me wrong that they are a better football team than I was giving them credit for. Um, that everything lines up to why they're going to go in and bully TCU around and all that. But like a wise man once said, not so fast <laughs> because I think Max Duggan uh, 
you know, some could argue that was the best player in college football this year. Um, I think he's got a little surprise for Michigan, man. And I'm telling you right now, as long as TCU doesn't beat themselves, as long as they're not turning the ball over, you know, on dumb turnovers, um, and they go out and they do what they do, I'm telling you, dude, I think they can win this game. I'm going TCU 37, Michigan 31. Okay. Let the Big Ten hate flow through you, Preston. Yeah. Antoine? Michigan. Uh, well, give me your give me higher level first, then give me your opinion. Oh. <laughs> Damn, I got a 10. Uh, let me get lower, I guess. Pass out four. Preston. All right, so you got Michigan. Uh, just, you, just going right for it. Yeah, four drinks. Yeah, drink my four. Right, sorry, I <laughs> Hold on, I got you here in a minute. Yeah. As soon as he drinks my four, okay, there we go. <laughs> um, that, yeah, I'm going. I'm going Michigan. I feel like they're. Uh, you know, I don't want to say more battle tested, but I just think they're the better team. I think their defense is elite. I think uh, they play their role. They have it figured out of what works best for them, and they do it really well. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, and I just think they have all the confidence in the world in the world, especially after destroying Ohio State mm-hmm. the way they did. So I'm going to go Michigan. Uh, I'm going to go score of twenty seven uh, twenty seven twenty seven thirty. Okay, so you got a three point win for Michigan. Okay, like that. I'm going to go lower. Oh fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> So, I hear what Press is saying. You get a month to prepare. I think TCU early on is going to come out and play, can keep it close. But the thing about it is, is that you this is not going to be a team that TCU is going to ha- be able to get behind and try to fight back and play against. Their running game is way too good. Um, even with Blake Quorum out, Donovan Edwards has been sensational. Um I just think that right now Michigan is playing with so much confidence after handling Michigan or Ohio State again um, in in the big house too, or not the big house, but in the shoe. Yeah. Um, then they go out and win another Big Ten title against Preston's favorite Big Ten team, who, by the way, is beat, is winning today, which is bullshit, but whatever. <laughs> um, I just think that Michigan is just going to be too much on both sides of the ball. I think Max Duggan's going. I think he'll actually play a pretty good game. I just don't think it'll be enough. I think Michigan's going to win this game. I'm going to say, I'll say, I'll say 27-17. Okay, Michigan. Michigan. I think I think down the stretch will just be too much of that running game. The defense will play too well. My thing is something brought up. I mean, and again, I get it. That that spread out offense that Sonny Dykes likes to run. I mean, they you know, and they do have some athletes. Quentin Johnson could be a problem from, against Michigan. Um, the problem is that I watched Michigan just absolutely hammer one of the better teams that can spread you out, and they've got a guy who was a Blitnikoff finalist. They've got running backs for days. That C.J. Stroud, I mean, and that you know they just warm out and warm down. And so I just don't think TCU's on that level of offense. But I mean, again, I think TCU will play it close, um, but I just think Michigan's going to be too much. That's fair. And you know what? Like I said, 
TCU has to play a near perfect game for this for them to uh, to have a chance to win this. I agree, and that still may not be enough. But I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Michigan's some juggernaut that TCU can't play with either, because I that TCU offense has been electric. Everyone, uh, you know, is pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. I, I think, man, I think the sky's the limit for them, and if, if they can force some stuff on defense. It all depends on how they can uh, control that running game. Um, obviously, there's no way you're going to keep them down, but if you can maintain it, um, I, there's no. I mean, the quarterback play for Michigan's not been strong. Um, you know, I, 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 you can force Michigan to make some mistakes too, and I just, I think TCU's got a shot, man. So I'm, I just I'm don't think it. TCU can do what they've done all season and get down. No, exactly. To and, and they've done bad at that. I mean, the problem is that offense is so good. I think they could do that uh, probably against anyone at this point um, and, and and fight back. But it's going to take a lot, and, you know, you can only do it so many times before um, there's no magic left. I agree. So uh, don't get down. Main t- uh, you know, kind of keep that running Stay game. Stay the course. Uh, yeah. Um, keep that running game to a, a, a minimum and um, – yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, the one thing you can say is Max Duggan's going to die on that field. Yeah, you know well, he, that dude's going to—he's going to give it everything. So, like I said, I, a ten-point win, I think for Michigan, I, I like that because I think TCU is going to come out and keep it close. But I just think it'll be too much of that running game. I do think JJ McCarthy will make some plays with his legs and and to the air. I just think Michigan will head to the uh, national title game. Um, the other game, Georgia Ohio State, the night game. Mm-hmm. Um, Preston, before uh, give me your prediction. Inside or outside? Inside. Wow. Outside. <laughs> wow. Strong side. <laughs> I gotta go Audi with that. Okay. But pass out six. Uh, Philly. I'm gonna give you okay. one. By the way, we're drinking Bush Light. Bush lattes. The lattes are here. I'm gonna go outside. Of course. Wow, he's working on a straight over there, though. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get hammered. <laughs> Would it be the first time? Mm-mm. Or the last? All right. Georgia, Ohio State. Yep. I mean, this was, I think this was your national, national champion yep. for uh, Ohio State anyway. You had Ohio State Clemson. Yep. I, I, knew, uh, I knew Ohio State was going to have to. Uh, Go through some tough teams to, to obviously get a natty. Um, they they squeak into the playoff uh, with the USC Thanks, Utah. calling. Yep, absolutely. And uh, you know what? This whole I'm telling we we've built this two playoff games. Now watch me say all this and can be completely wrong, and it actually turns out the way it, everyone's <laughs> expecting it to be because everyone's saying it's going to be two blowouts. You know what? Ohio State is really really good. And it might just speak more volumes of how good Michigan really is. Mm-hmm. Is why, I mean, they only lose one game. Yep. And we're ready to ride off Ohio State like they're just nothing. It's done. You know. I mean, they're wanting to good. fire. They're wanting to fire Ohio State. Oh, they're wanting to fire Ryan yeah. Day. Oh yeah. No, I literally talked to an Ohio State fan who said that to me. Um. So yeah, I mean, it, and now here they are in the playoff in a prime position to make it to a, a, a national championship. Unfortunately, they've got the defending champion standing in their way. I think this game is going to be very um, competitive. Um, I think firepower is there for both sides. 
Um, only issue is that Ohio State defense, man. I, I just don't have a ton of confidence in them. Mm-hmm. Um, really expect, expected them to take that next step this year and uh, and see a more um, complete team. Yeah, yep. more complete team. A team that you know can uh, get the ball right back to their offense and let their offense do what they do. We didn't see that at all against uh, Michigan. Because I all I saw was wide open people for Michigan all over the field, and I was just like, "Okay, guys, like, what are we doing here?" Um, and the defense was struggling a little bit toward down the stretch too. I mean, yeah. they gave up. They were. I mean, Maryland had had their way with uh, with that set with that defense for majority of that game. Um, you know, I mean, even was even Northwestern was giving them problems. Yep. Um, Ultimately, I, I think they're. This is going to be the bet better of the two games. Um, because I think it's going to go back and forth for a little bit. Um, Georgia, probably just too strong, man. I mean, unfortunately, defense playing well. Offense um, has been there enough to get the job done. It's pretty nice when you have such a good defense that your offense just has to do a little bit and you're going to win games. Um, I'm going to go something like 31-17 in this, Um, Georgia. It's a good one. Um, I think Ohio State ends up, the issue in this is they, they turn the ball over, especially in key moments, maybe in the red zone, things like that, to where you're like, damn, like if they had just taken care of the ball, they could have won this game. Um, that's just kind of how I see it. I just I can't talk myself into Ohio State pulling it off. Um, what happened the last time Ohio State played a really good defensive team with a decent offense? Are you talking about the Justin Fields game? I'm talking about Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Ohio State. Well, I thought we were talking, talking, about, we were talking about playoffs. <laughs> he said playoffs. the Justin Fields game. You went back. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I, like yeah. Georgia has a really great defense, and their offense, like Preston said, has been strong enough to get the job done. Yeah, right. I just think Georgia has bad matchup for Ohio State written all over it. Um, and the last time we doubted Georgia. I think they went out there and put their foot in somebody's mouth. Yeah, it was the team that was playing the best offense. Right. Tennessee. In uh, all of college football. Exactly. They so, become the number one team, yeah. So just looking at that and, and knowing that, you know, this Georgia team, bro, they've been the team all year. I don't think we can confidently say that we know a team that can just, even in this, even if the, the four teams that are left, the three teams, three other teams in the playoffs, I don't think we can confidently say that they're better than Georgia. Um, and I expect Georgia to go out there against Ohio State and do the same thing they've been doing all year. Play tough defense, offense, manage the game. Yeah. You know, get the job done. So I do expect a bit of a score difference. What did you go, uh, Preston, 31-17? Yep. Is that what you said? I like that, actually. But uh, I'll go I'll go uh, 34-21. Okay. Uh, Georgia. Hmm. I like that. Um, I mean, for me, I mean, just the worst thing that could I just because it was that's out there. Worst thing I think of for Ohio State is that watching what Georgia did to Tennessee, when Tennessee was fully healthy, they had the hottest offense in the country. Um, just watching them dismantle them the way they did, um, it just I, it's just tough for me to imagine Ohio State really doing too much damage to this defense. Um, that being said. They are gonna. Have, they did have a month off to prepare for this game. Now, I mean, Georgia did too, but Ohio State did. And again, Ryan Day. I mean, Ohio, uh, State fans can say what they want. Ryan Day is a good coach. I mean, he's going to figure some things out. 
C.J. Stroud is going to be a top four pick in the NFL draft coming up. I mean, they've got playmakers. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a stud. Um, he is a stud. He is a stud. Is he a sophomore too? Uh, he is, or yeah. He'll be, he'll be back next year. Okay. Um, they, they've got – they do have weapons to make, make some plays happen. I do think this is the one good – I know what Preston's saying too is that what they're saying. I think the best thing that could happen for these two games is actually us predicting them being competitive because it's what they need. Mm. I think it'll be competitive. I do think Ohio State's going to come and kind of play with their hair on fire. I think they're going to throw the kitchen sink at Georgia. Um, I'll say it actually for probably about three quarters, I think this is going to be a pretty good game. I just think in the end that defense is going to just make enough plays, um, sets and Bennett. He'll make a few plays on offense with that running game with Ken, uh, with Kendall Milton and then McIntosh, and then Brock Bowers. I think is just going to have a day. Um, I think George is going to end up winning this game. I'm going to say, I would say 38-24. I think oh, Ohio, I think uh, George is going to get done, and I think it's going to be Georgia, Michigan in the national title. I like that. Well, let's get through this game a short bus because yeah. you know P Money got to leave here soon. Yeah. So real. So just kind of we run through the NFL real quick. No, because I mean, this is college. This is college. No, we'll just go into now. Like, let's just talk your favorite, your favorite sports moments for this for this year. Yeah, like because I mean, there's so many good ones, but kind of your favorite ones. Uh, give me a card or give me a suit, Preston. Yeah, we're going club. That's not a club. That's not a club. It's not a club. All right, Antoine, give me a give me a suit. Uh, let's go uh, heart. Heart. Damn. Nope, that's not a heart. And I'm gonna go spade. And that's not a spade. You know, it was a uh, it was a cool year of sports, man. Um, obviously, had a lot of expectations going into it. Um, you know, you're always hoping your team can uh, to win it all and all that. And of course, that didn't happen for for any of us. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for any of our teams, um, like I'm sitting there trying to think about favorite sports moments. Yeah. I don't know if I could come up. With one. But but there were some good moments. You know, a couple things I can just think off the top of my head. You know, obviously the the Aaron Judge chase, mm-hmm. watching him chase 61, that was really cool. Um, whether you say it was 61 or whether it was him just beating it at 62. Uh, both those were really great, especially because it came down to the very last you know game of the. Well, second to last game of the season. Yeah. Saint last day of the season, though, because they had a double header that day. Um, so he did it in the game one. So that that was kind of cool in that sense. Um, that that jumps out at me. Um, went to my first uh, PGA event this year. That's great. W- was able to watch Tiger in the flesh, bro. I I'm telling you right now, there's a moment I'm sitting there. Um, I'm even just talking about the practice round because I went that Monday. Uh, for the practice round, and I remember, okay, I heard that Tiger was over on like 14 or whatever, right? So a walk through, get 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 to 14, and I remember being about you know two three hundred yards away from him while I was wa- still walking up, and just seeing him, and I was like, dude, that's Tiger Woods, and I just remember being like, this is a moment, man. Like I can't, I it was, the, I felt starstruck. I was like starstruck for a second to be like, I've seen this guy play so much incredible golf on TV. All that, but never seen him in person. Um, was that what it, I would? I would. It's kind of equivalent, like the day that I see Michael Jordan in right. person, like that. Yeah, it yeah. would be like that's yeah. probably what it was exactly. for you, huh? And, and I mean, like you almost like, ran to him and, cu- and hugged exactly, him and jumped right? on him. Right? And I couldn't believe it after we left that hole. Um, I, I mean, 
essentially, I swear we got to a point where there was a hundred, only about a hundred of us following him around. And I mean, I was able to get as basically as close as I wanted, yeah. where I got some really, really good pictures of it, uh, of him, and and just being like, because that was the ne- that next hole when I got really close is when the barstool guys came up. That's cool. And got to see yep. uh, Trent and all them, and. Um, of course, or ultimately saw them later and got pictures with them and all that. But just being like, man, dude, like this guy has brought so many great moments to uh, you know to my life and watching watching sports and him to be right there. Uh, that was just a really really cool moment. And I, I had to, like pinch myself for a second, be like, dude, you're being like really starstruck. Right yeah, now. you need to chill out. And it's, you know, but it was it was really cool. Um, so th- those are two that I, I think off right off the top of my head. Um, that you know, I'll, I'll never forget. So, Antoine, um, man, that's so tough because I honestly can say that I don't know. Like, I've had a shitty sports year. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so it's not nothing's really like standing out to me. Like, as far as like a moment. What about just um, kind of the but, arrival of Justin Fields? That's I was just about to say that if you let me talk. <laughs> I was literally about to say that. You didn't stole all my, you didn't stole, stole what I was going to say. God, impatient. Well, I've been excited um, for it. Give me a, give me a card. I think uh, if I did have to narrow it down, I think it would be something along the Bears. And, 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 and Justin Fields arriving um, and showing that he could be the quarterback of the future for the Chicago Bears. Personally, I don't think he'll finish his career as a Chicago Bear. I honestly think he'll end up going to Atlanta at some point. Just lock that in, what I said, and then 10 years later, we'll talk about it. Remember that time Antoine said that Justin Fields was going to be in Atlanta? No, I think for the next so many years, I think. And we're like, hey, remember that time when. Yeah, I think we, I think, you know, him being there, we have an opportunity to actually do something. I think the Bear, we have the number two draft pick projected right now. And we also have over $100 million in salary crap room. So, in a sense, it was a shitty year for the Bears, but just looking at the future, I'm excited about it. And the Bear, or the, and the Chicago Cubs spending money. Yeah. Right, and that's some, that's huge. Great pickups, uh, Dan's, I think that's Dan's response, man. That's 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 so good. That is crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. that's so much. That's that was big, man. Because I know they were um, just falling in a little bit. I knew they were talking to you know they they thrown an offer to Trey Turner. They had thrown an offer, obviously to Carlos Correa. I mean, they were really trying to go after Correa. Um, but to get, I mean, for Danji Swanson, to spend, so. and for Danji, for them to end up with Danji Swanson, who just seems like just. The worker he is, just the personality he has. I mean, that he fits that Cubs mentality. So, yeah. Um, so that, that I was happy good, with that. Yeah, that's a good moment for me. And uh, I don't know, man. It, it, you know, we still got the football playoffs coming. I know it's the end of the this year, but not the NFL schedule year. Um, Your Chiefs are still in it. Patrick Mahomes is looking like the MVP. I, I actually, I did tell, I did tell Antoine, oh, yeah. I do concede to that. I think, I think Patrick's going to end up being the MVP. It's looking like it, man. I think he's going to end up being the MVP. Which you know, this, that's kind of what's crazy about the award is everything has to play out right. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that the Eagles are too good that they're not going to have to play Jalen Hurts the rest of the year. Uh, so he loses those games to be able to finish off an MVP season. Uh, but you know that's once again that's why things work out the way they do. You know, I mean it's it's kind of crazy how that's how it plays. But um, it's, it's crazy because if you look at the beginning of the year, there's no way you're telling me Josh Allen isn't winning the MVP. 
Right. Right. There's no way. But then you look at what Jalen Hurts has done throughout mm-hmm. this season, and you're like, okay, like he's on the best team, you know, probably the second best player, if you want to call him the best player, you can, but between him and A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. But if you look at Patrick Mahomes, he's just been the most consistent and the most consistent at being dominant. So right hand, real quick. You're, you're telling me A.J. Brown's better than Jalen Hurts? I said if you look at the best players on the – I, I think A.J. Brown is the best player on the Eagles, and I have no problem saying that. Oof. I don't. Because I don't Jalen Hurts wasn't even the quarterback of the future for like two years. No, I agree. A.J. Brown came to that team, and that been, team what, is the AJ number. Been, been what? Is his second year? What was the Eagles? In the league? Yeah. No, he's been in the league like three, three four years, yeah. What was the What was the Eagles record before A.J. Brown? two years with Titans, and this is his third year. What was the Eagles record before A.J. Brown? Did they make the playoffs last year? Okay, but oh, here's the deal. Yes, they did. They got smoked by uh, Tampa Bay last okay, year. But yeah. I'm just saying, look how much better of a team, though. Like, the Kim, yes, Jalen Hurts has improved. And I said, arguably, you can say he is the best player. But I think the biggest difference maker is not only his play, but the arrival of A.J. Brown. That obviously helps, 100%. I'm not doubting that. I love. You don't AJ think Brown. he's the best player on the team? No, Jalen Hurts is the best player on the team. It's a 1A, 1B situation, let, to, let me, tell you this to be honest quick. with you. Let me you. tell you about this, Antoine. I watch a lot of Eagles games because I just so happen to have A.J. Brown on my fantasy team. <laughs> so I watch a lot of their games, right? The offense is Jalen Hurts' offense. He's the quarterback. No, I, I'm, he's also the running back. True. He's also no. the guy that they put, leave the ball in his hands to no. make all the plays. He's been at his whole career, but he has taken a step. No, I, up I, 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 every, I'm just saying like he is the guy. He has made the step. I believe that he's made is, and this was the problem with you when you get into quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, is when a when a quarterback makes that step. And he's as good as he's been. That's where I'm like, I think he's the best player Who's on, number the, two? on the team. Oh, it's AJ Brown. Okay, that's why I, 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 mean, I think. I think this is. Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> this. I, I mean, you could say it's a one A one B. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, because I, I think I think Jalen has made great strides. Yeah. But I also think getting AJ Brown uh, helps with those strides. And it, you know, and obviously AJ Brown is having I think I would say probably his best season as a pro. So with uh, Jalen getting better, that's helped AJ. Now, granted, I don't know how he does it. AJ Brown is open a lot, and I mean, when I mean open, I mean he's wide open a lot, dude. Because he's a beast, his rock running. I know, yeah. So but that's why I'm saying, like, I'm, I agree with you. And you too. Mm-hmm. I agree with both of y'all. Like, yes, Jalen hurts. Like, obviously, most people he he was in the. Uh, conversation for MVP, but if you just look at the difference that him having Adrian Brown has made for his career, mm-hmm. bro. Oh no! You I have, will say you this: I want that guy. Bro. That's, there's no doubt. I will say this: Bengals win Monday Night Football, and he plays well. Burrow sneaking into that. Com- he's sneaking Burrow's into that conversation. Sneaking. He's already in the. But I'm saying, I'm saying he's now like. You could, you, you could start making the arguments for Burrow being the MVP. Oh, no. Patrick Mahomes is about to end the year with a, probably like 5,000 yards passing and like 40-something touchdowns, bro. And so I mean, that's if, tough. And if Burrow goes in and he's, beat, you know, he's beating Josh Allen yeah. and Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady threw for 53. <laughs> no, he didn't win MVP last year. <laughs> and what, 40-something touchdowns? Yeah. He didn't win it. It's so. insanity. That is nuts. Okay. Hey, real quick, I know we're just saying best. But we should probably get back to that. Yeah. I was going to say, I was about to get into another NFL. Yeah. This is what I was going to say, Loki, I just want to say this right now. Packers are sneaking into the playoffs. Yeah. It's crazy, but it's happening. I can't believe it. But they're, they're two next games. They're going to win. Yeah. Um, give me a card real quick before I get to my sports moments. Uh, let me get that queen. 
About an ace. Damn, almost picked up. And then I'm going to go with a nine. I'm going to go with a nine. Fuck. Well. What do you mean aces are done? You have two aces? I have an ace. Does it? Philly have an ace. There's still one ace. You had two. Okay. Um, So, yeah, so let me get to my sports moments because just like you guys, I mean, obviously, having Judge do what he did, that really helps. I mean, my sports teams haven't really done much this year. Um, I do want to, as if I was going to do anything local, I do want to say my favorite sports moment so far has been the arrival of Shea Gilgis Alexander. We haven't talked in the NBA um, so far uh, on the pod, but Shea has been nothing but sensational. Um, I'm going to be very disappointed if he's not starting. Did you say arrival? Just yeah, as a as a superstar. Yeah, as a yeah, into that. I mean, to that level. Or like an all star. I mean, he's, he he he, he's he better be star, bro. But I'm saying taking it to that next that. level. Yeah, he is. That like guy. this guy is like he is that dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hear you. Um, and he uh, he should be a starter for the All Star team. I just I just have this sneaking feeling, just like they always do. Someone else is going to end up getting the guard spot. But he has been nothing short of sensational all season long. I think he's sitting at fourth right now in league scoring, uh, fifth in steals. I mean. He's got the most blocks for a guard this season. I mean, he is his game has gone to the next level, and it's been so much fun to watch. And actually, you know, you had told me, I think they're 35, almost 40 games in. You know, the Thunder would be sitting probably about, I think, 15, I think they're about 15 and 20, 15 and 21. I've been like, you know what? It's not bad. I mean, they make a few moves here and there, you know. You know who knows what could happen? Um, but as far as local goes, that's been the – for me, the brightest thing because I now like. I mean, the Thunder are now they're getting a TNT game back again. I mean, they're gonna be on uh, TNT again. It's been almost what two or three years since they have been. Yep. Um. So, and a lot of it has to do with Shea. Uh. So that that's been great. And if I was gonna say it's like a big moment, I have to say you know it would have, it was gonna take something pretty special for me to watch the finale in the World Cup and for Argentina and France. To get in there and for that game to go the way it, it did, uh, that is an absolute. That might be the if I was gonna say if I was gonna pick a game, like a game of the year, that would have to be my game of the year. Listen, anyone who knows me knows I'm not the biggest soccer fan. Same. I would not argue with you that that's the game of the year. I was so hyped during that game. I dude, I'm not kidding. I watched from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Actually, I lied. I went to the bathroom. <laughs> For about five minutes, I came back and, and I missed uh, one of the goals. Uh, one of the Mbappe goals to get France back yeah. in it, and I was like, "The hell!" Um, anyway, yeah, just crazy. Um, yeah, I, I I felt like we disrespected that game because we didn't get to we didn't talk about it on the pod mm-hmm. because, dude, it was so incredible. It had everything you wanted: star power, the star power, big, yeah, big moments, everything, dude. It just played out so well. It just felt like a passing of the torch too. And, Messi's last game. And I'll say it, what's great, yeah, because obviously, yeah, Messi won't be there in the next four years. Um, it, it felt like Messi kind of it settled the the debate who the goat was. Mm-hmm. Messi took his throne, and uh, as far as who him and Ronaldo, yeah. I was uh, I was I was Antoine. Don't you sigh at me. Yeah, yeah. Don't you say Don't you Ronaldo. Well, first off, fuck both of y'all. <laughs> Neither one of you are like big fo- football fans. So it's I not. Know, I follow so enough. It's not like you can sit up there and say it settles a debate oh, like Ronaldo was just I mean, a scrub. I mean, he's not a scrub, but he's definitely not messy. 
He got benched on his freaking then the oh World Cup. Yeah, that's that, that's that, yeah, that's a rough. That's, that's, that's a, a rough rough way. To yeah, his team Argentina has always had a better team, bro. Y'all gotta understand, Messi ain't out there winning that shit by himself. If you put Ronaldo on Argentina, they probably would have fucking won the World Cup. I don't know. Ronaldo might have been on the bench. Yeah. How about y'all shut y'all up? <laughs> Listen, give me your favorite. Give me your favorite um, play, single play of the year. Like I don't know. I have a feeling I know where you're going with yours. Um, you might have to say it because I, I don't have anything. <laughs> oh, favorite play. Oh, I you were gonna I, say sixty-two. Well, I was just saying. I mean that that. that Mine would have to be, uh, and we're about to go to the bus, but I've got to say the Justin Jefferson catch God, against Buffalo. That, that was, was tough. And that game was su- that game was such a wild and good game. But fourth and eighteen, I mean, you have to make a play and be what quote unquote him, and he did. Um, that, I mean, that's for me. That for me would be the play play of the year for me because I, I mean, to be fair, I can't really think of much either. Well, I mean, that's- it's fair. I mean, that's uh Yeah, we probably should have came prepared with some stuff because I know we're going to start thinking about well, some other things later. I got – I, I, mine isn't necessarily like – I don't know if you can consider it. I guess, dang, I should have used it for my moments. That would have been better to use it for the moments. But I was going to say when uh, the Bears and the Niners played and everybody thought the Niners were going to destroy the Bears and the Bears ended up getting the victory and then the whole team ran down and slid up. Oh, and kinda, that, that was cool. That was that a good was moment. So yeah. Dope. But, yeah, that was more of a moment but not a play. But I would I would say as far as play, I would say uh, I hate to say it, but I think what Aaron Judge did is so big for baseball. And they brought so much attention to what baseball. You know, sure. one thing about home runs that P- it is like one of the most. I could do underrated less the cut ins. It is one yeah, of the most the underrated things as far as just there is no play bigger in sports than when you hit a home run, right? Think about what home runs did when Babe Ruth was playing. Think about what it did when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa did what they did. Think about what it did when David Bonds was doing it. Mm-hmm. There is no play bigger than when you hit a home run. And I just feel like it brought the sport so much attention. And I think as baseball fans, we all want to see that sport thriving again mm-hmm. to a point where people are talking about it regularly. There's not just a regular fan just – Showing up for the playoffs, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we yeah. want to see baseball stadiums full and, and you know, better athletes and, and different things like that. So, I think him hitting 62, that play right there. That's, that's, but just getting me hype off off rip, Justin Jefferson's catch was. Yeah. yeah. And Pickens. Uh, yeah, well, Pickens, Pickens is great, but it was, like, the uh, moment wasn't there. Yeah, right? that, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. I guess the only thing, I, just because we've gone through it all, just give me your. I mean, you give this play. I'll go sixty-two. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, give me just give me your player of the year. I mean, I feel like this is pretty. Just any sport. This should be pretty. I think this should be pretty easy. But play of the year. No, your player. Oh, player. Mm-hmm. Of the year. Oh, I'm just sorry. I'm just run through it real quick in my head. Why don't you set the bus up real quick? I'm thinking. All right, set the. Right, yeah, yeah. I can't see the on the computer. Um. Player of well, the I mean, year. I, I got to go with Aaron Judge. I feel that was going to be the way. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think, like all the things we just said, um, contract year. Um, you know, on a on a baseball team that was at one point on a historic run in baseball. Um, you know, everything that goes into it. 
you know, I, I think that uh, just showed that he was he was the guy this year in uh, in sports. And I, you know, I mean, I think he's won athlete of the year. He won the AP yeah, athlete, yeah. Yep. Um, so I mean, I, I think it's a pretty safe bet to go with Aaron. You sir, man. I hate to say it. I'm going to go with Seth Curry. Okay, I was wondering if anybody was going to bring up Steph. Steph Curry, sorry. Yeah. Um, his, his brother? Seth Curry. I'm going to go with Steph Curry. I think... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Del Curry off the court. <laughs> people gave Steph Curry... First off, Steph Curry is one of the most influential basketball players ever. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. If you look at the way the game's played now, it's because of him. Yeah. Which is so crazy to say. You know, for a while it was all about slashing, and that was because of Jordan and everything he did, but... Pass out, too. Uh, Philly um, But Seth Curry has changed his game so much And then you know He's done so much for the game Three time champion Two time MVP And he's still went into this season Into this finals with questions Why hasn't Steph Curry won The NBA finals MVP Right Goals out In the finals against Boston Balls out Finally gets an MVP Gets his fourth championship it goes to say when you have already proven so much, and then you still, damn, yeah, drink I mean, you still have to go out there and prove it once again. And yeah. I think he ha- he did it this year um, in the finals and against a good Boston team. I don't against a really good Boston team, yeah, a really good Boston team. So uh, I, I for sure, and you know, and Clay wasn't Clay. Sorry, yeah. he was there, but he wasn't the Clay of old. Nope. So you know. I'm going to go with Steph Curry. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad pick. No. Uh, I'm going to go local, uh, and I'm going to go female. I'm going with Jocelyn Allo, uh, OU softball team. That's good. Um, she broke the home run record by former Sooner Lauren Chamberlain. And, oh, by the way, arguably the most dominant college team in any sport, the Oklahoma Sooners won another national title. And softball, and a lot of it had to do with her. Oh, dude. She's it, the most dominant player she's, probably She was must-watch TV. She was. She was absolutely must-watch TV. Every time she was up to bat, you were thinking she was going the yard, and most of the time she was. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's incredible. I mean, just for someone who you going is coming up to bat, and you just know that it's either going to be – actually, it's either going to be a walk or it's going to be a – Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a walk or it's going to be a home run. Yep, that's fair. Jocelyn Allo, she deserves all the credit in the world. No, five, no five. Five All right. We're going to finish up this game. But, yeah, Jocelyn Allo, Steph is a great pick. I was wondering if anybody was going to say Steph. I had a feeling you were going to say Judge. So, um, But, Jocelyn, I need, to give, I need to give her some love. Fuck. I got to get a drink. So it's pressing. All right. Before we, end the, before we end the year, I need this from you guys, and we kind of talked about it at Arena the other night. Give me your... Give me your uh, – and we're going to go back to college, right? I want – in the, this year, not all time, this year, your best quarterback, receiver, running back, and then we're going to do linebacker, defensive back. Oh, and God. What, and whatever, whatever other – let's do – let's well, do, we gotta get to, I got to do my movie list too, so let's do this quick. Yeah, let's do a quarterback, running back, receiver, and then – a defense. Let's go. All right, give me. Um, I'm gonna go Caleb Williams. I'm gonna go the Heisman guy. I mean, I know there we've there's this some there is some uh, angst against Caleb Williams on this podcast, and not as much as 
as the other guy who was at USC. But Caleb was incredible. He was. I mean, down the stretch, he was, for me, the best player in college football. Um, and he deserved the Heisman Trophy because if, if he's not on USC, USC is legitimately going 6-6. Six and six. Um, with as bad as their defense played. Shocking, Lincoln Riley defense sucks. Um, but give me, uh, give me, uh, yeah, give me Caleb at uh, quarterback. Give me Bijan at running back. Uh, the best running back in college football for me. Um, give me uh, Jalen Hyatt, the receiver yeah. for uh, Tennessee. And then uh, defender-wise, uh, give me Jalen Carter, defensive lineman for Georgia. Ooh. Yeah. Um, all right. Going. Um, everything same as Sam, except quarterback. Um, and that's unfortunately, it's Max Duggan, man. Dang, I'm not mad about that pick. I'm not going to take anything. Look, obviously, once again, trying to put the bias aside. USC, Caleb, all that. Now, obviously, there's some sense of well, maybe some system work there that ends up making. I, no one was talking about Caleb being the Heisman until those last couple games. You know why? It's because USC found themselves back in a position to be um, to be um, in the playoff again, which got everyone super hyped. Um, so that that was a big part of it. Duggan, man, without him, TCU is not where they're at. They're not in the Big 12 championship. They're not in the college football playoff. I mean, it, he literally has led this team out of nowhere. I, I agree. I, know, I knew who he was before the season. We played Max Duggan, it seems like, for yeah. like 10 years. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew who he was, but I was never like, oh, that guy's a, a threat. Like, mm-hmm. I was never really worried about him, you know. I mean, he was just another good quarterback of the Big 12 that was, you know, eh, like, yeah. dude, this year he's been a warrior. He's led this team. I mean, all, we talked about all those comebacks and everything, and I mean, he's a big, big part of that success. I agree. So I'm going Duggan on that one. Um, I think he's just kind of the guy. The other guys you all mentioned, I mean, um, Hyatt, I mean, clearly what he did against Bama was absolute insanity. Yeah. It was such a fun – and you know what? We talked about games of the year. Totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that's a great game of the I year. Go, we, we're probably going to go back on that one. and go. That, that's probably my gate. Oh, ah, man, that's tough. I mean, if we we could, if we want to, I would agree if you want to yeah. say like if we sit here like our college game of the year is Tennessee Bama, yeah, or it could have been Arkansas Kansas from the other night, but Tennessee Bama, um, Tennessee Bama for me that was the best that game in college football, I, and it was so long. There's so many great plays. I mean, there's so many great things that came from that game that was just awesome. So that that probably be there. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you guys have a coach of the year? Up to this point, right. obviously. I mean, I'll, I'll stick with TCU and go like Sonny Dykes. Di- di- what he's popped up and ran his system and did everything. I mean, no one had TCU. No. They, not, no one had TCU in the playoff. No one had TCU winning the Big 12. They don't. Ha- they didn't have them in the top. I don't know if they had them in the top, like voting-wise, in the top four. Yeah. So, I mean, coaching, I mean, coached his ass off all year. I'd be okay if you said Harbaugh. Uh, I mean – I think if you, it's not Sonny Dykes, I think it's Lance Leopold at Kansas. What he did at Kansas, I understand Kansas is now six and seven. But if you had told me that Kansas finished six and seven no, this year, they were lucky. I'd have been like, uh, there's obviously they got game day. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of reasons to be excited. I 
coach of the year, though, I mean, I, I just don't think you can have a losing record and me call you the coach of the year. Well, I think well, they give those awards out, too, before bowl games. So, right. I mean, six and six. I mean, it, just because you have to look at where Kansas was at um, before, I mean, this season. I mean, literally, I would never have told you that Kansas was been six and six. Right. And then they're, uh, I would said, you know what would been a great year? Three and nine for I'll Kansas. Say, I'll say this. He's got the move going in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, and that, that speaks volumes to the coaching job that he's done. So I'll give him that. Um, Another yeah. guy for me would be, I mean, guy I was talking about highly when we did the, our college one is Kyle Whittingham at Utah. No, I mean, he just wins another yeah. Pac-12 championship, beats up on U- USC twice. Um, I mean, he's he's good he's so good. Um, I, I, how are we not saying Josh Heupel? Uh, yeah. Well, hey. Especially losing your quarterback, going to them. I mean, I thought Clemson. I didn't think Clemson was great, but I kind of felt like they would maybe lay down in this game and uh, Tennessee. That is, mm-hmm. and Clemson would finish off their season with a win. Um, Tennessee looked good. It looked uh, Joe Milton, dude. I mean, yeah, that, that's that, that right there is the proof in the pudding that if you have a great quarterback, and then you have a good quarterback as the backup, yeah. then you're you're set up for success. Because yeah. Joe Milton came right in. One, dude might have the strongest arm in college football. It's electric. It is. I mean, literally, he threw that one uh, yeah. that got down to like the two. Flicked. It was a flick of the wrist. Flicked it. Yeah. Um, he threw a couple cool. balls that just went off the screen. They're just complete moon balls. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just think, I, obviously, again, like we said with Lance Leopold, Tennessee's going in the absolute right direction. Um, under Josh, so could could be more happy for him. And I'll say this about Clemson: that was about how it should have ended for Clemson because Clemson might have been the most fraudulent eleven win team. Very fraudulent. That shows the ACC. Yep, it sure does. Um, so I mean, the ACC is going to be interesting next year. I mean, again, we, Florida we, State. Florida State. We just played them. I mean, that could be a team that really contends for that uh, title next year. So, But, Antoine, go real quick before I jump into uh, movies. Um, you got any players or anything for college? Or you just want me impressing? Oh, yeah, I just wanted you impressing. Okay. You know, I couldn't, hey. I couldn't <laughs> go through and tell you everybody what. Oh, so that's fine. No, I yeah. Agree with that. He's, now, let's give Antoine some credit. He's the only one so far in the Pickums that has a uh, winning record. Oh, hey, I'll just say this. Next year, let's do the spread. I'm down with that because it is an option. You can you can play as a spread. We'll do a spread next year. Yeah, I'm good with that. Because there's a lot of these games that I'm I'm trying to be different. I'm trying to do this. And sure. Like, and yeah, it's not paying off. I'm it's just so a pretty bad year. But. It's just so tough to do like with the opt outs and everything, and oh, it's exactly. just a tough situation. So for sure, um, yeah, we could definitely do that. Um, hey, give me the most disappointing team of the year. Texas A&M. Oof, if we're if we're talking about just college football well, strictly, anything. Oh, anything? Oh, I thought you were talking college. No, that, that's a great they're, pick. They're still. That's I mean, a great I, I pick. They're still there, I know, but... um, Well, I'm just trying to think of all the ones. Uh, I mean... Lakers. The, yeah, Laker, Lakers are always there. Lakers are the Nets, there. for me, were kind of disappointing. Yeah. Um, the Nets. Well, they're balling now. Well, now, but I'm talking about... From, we're not talking about, we're talking about last year. I mean, they... they well, we're talking... They made, they got, they made the playoffs, but they got swept in the playoffs, too. Um, and then MLB. I mean, there's a ton of MLB ones, actually, you could probably name. We don't even want to get into that. No. Um, I, you know what? I'm going Texas a and That's fair. I'm going to go... Uh, well, obviously, the Denver Broncos. That's good. It's got to be the, they just fired their head coach. Yeah. 
Russell Wilson doesn't even look like Russell Wilson. Um, you know, that team is just, I mean, we're talking about that division being just tough. And it's, you know, they just turned out to be real dog shit. You know, it's funny. I think it's really easy to say, you could say the Chargers. But now they're on a little... They're in the playoffs. They, they find themselves in a position where they they can win out and be in the playoffs. Yeah. No, they're in. They clinched the playoff spot, beating the Colts oh, the other clinch. night. Yeah. Oh, okay. My yeah, they clinched the spot. Yeah. I thought they had to win. I thought so. I thought okay. so too. But I guess some uh, obviously some games went their way, and they uh, they f- it fell into their lap, and they yeah they made the playoffs, beating okay. the Colts the other night. So I mean, you know, it, it's funny to see. To me, though, it's still disappointing if they don't make noise in the playoffs. Sure. Because of what we had, how high we had them going into the season. I mean, I remember us sitting there talking about it, just being like, dude, this team is, I mean. They're loaded. They've got everything you need to win a championship. But that actually is why I'm going with another team, and I'm going with the Bucks. Tampa Bay Bucks, man, I had them in the Super Bowl. We all did. We all did. Um, and not only are they not going to make the Super Bowl, they might make the playoffs just because that division so bad. But I think there's a chance that they could lose it now with Carolina playing good football. Mm-hmm. Um, but my big thing is this team is so bad. Yeah. It's painful to watch. I know Brady's the GOAT, but even Brady can't save this team. Ooh. Can't save it with that shitty offensive line. Oh, it's Antoine. Awful. He has to get rid of the ball so quick that. How about you drink 12? Um, you know, Mike Evans, dude, hasn't scored since week four. I know I haven't been starting in fantasy yeah. for that exact reason. Hasn't scored a touchdown since week four. Fuck. Um, you know, we kept thinking maybe Gronk was going to yes, come back is. and be the savior. Never got there. We just—it's it, crazy, man. Hey, how crazy is it? Real quick, before I get in the movies, how crazy is it now that the uh, talk is that uh, Tom to the Raiders could be a real thing? Okay, I don't want to hear that shit. Tom, stay where the fuck you at. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be rude, but dude, like Tom just, Brady, like bro, you. I'm I'm just being real. You have seven rings, bro. Yeah. You don't need to chase championships at forty plus years old. It's like once you get an offensive line, you still have weapons. And I get what you're saying. Ooh, those weapons. And I doubt there. Josh Jacobs is going to be there for the Raiders, who's been the best player on the Raiders. Him and Devontae. Yeah. You know him and Devontae. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, dude, you don't need to go to freaking Oakland for what? Well, my thing is, I don't think he wants to play in that division. I don't think he wants to. I, I wouldn't Ooh, be. I agree with hell that. Hell no. Brutal. Yeah. Hell no. But no I, don't, I don't know. I don't I don't like that. I Nine. Any nines? Um, no nines? But I like everybody's pick as far as. Six. I'm surprised I went college and you guys went pro. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, let's be honest. <laughs> I definitely expected you to go Texas A&M. If we wanted to be, no, if we wanted to be true serum, I mean, me and Preston usually just say Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, yeah like, but do you think they were more disciplined? I think you went into this season. They were both top ten. They were both to top rebuild. ten teams. And again, who the most I, hyped team? I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, but it, sure. I don't think it was that. I don't think it was. But I would say the reason why I'm not going to say Oklahoma. One, they made a bowl game. They, you know, they didn't go four and eight. Um, that gives A and M that that caveat to be the most disappointing but again you know i i just i wanted to be true and be like look they're a top 10 team they didn't live up to expectations and i mean they were if you went a&m i mean oklahoma has to be like 
second or third yeah, on that list. Yeah. But is that just Texas how you guys 20. feel about it? I mean, also, at least, no, the one thing uh, Texas did do that those two didn't do was they had a winning season. Now, granted, Texas is disappointing, losing that game the other night. Yeah, um, just that. I mean, just overall, I mean, you were oof. I mean, going from a guy who I was like, that dude's going to make my life a living hell for the next four years, three years at least, to he may not be the starter next year. I Here's my thing is that I don't know if – I I have my serious reservations about Arch Manning. No, when, he, when I watched him play real competition in high school, he folded up. He folded up and even in the – I mean, just that team – He's playing against a Pass lot of eight. small schools and not doing very well. So, I, I don't know. I agree. That's why I, I just don't Where's think he's beer? the best quarterback right here. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so, end it there. Real quick, while I got you guys, because I'm about to dive into my movies yep. to, end the, to end the pod, because I know Preston's got to get out of here soon. Um, you guys give me give, give me a top, you know, for what you've seen of 2022, give me your top two movies. It's Top Gun, and it's... Um, Oof. Um. We're talking about that was released this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Top Gun is definitely one of them. Man, Boys Batman Man, was so wow. good. Spider Man was so good. Well, Spider Man came out in uh, late twenty one. Oh, okay. The Batman was really. I mean, I'll talk about that here in a minute. Yeah, hang on one second. I'm sorry. No, you're um. good. Um. I mean, I could have just said one, but I want to get another one from you guys because I knew Top Gun was going to be on your guys' yeah. your list. <laughs> I'm just trying to remind myself because I was getting the same problem. I was like, is that 21 or is that 22? Yeah. Um, I haven't been to the movies in a while, so it's been tough. But <laughs> I'll just go. I'll just go because I went and saw um, Batman in theaters. There you go. And I went to see uh, Top Gun in theaters. And first off. It's a clear one and a clear two, and that's Top Gun being number one. Um, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Batman because I love how real it is. Yeah, it was great. It was so good. The energy was great. Um, there were some things that I feel like were just, yeah. Yeah. You know, but I enjoyed the movie and that car scene. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, that, that was electric. God, that was probably like my favorite scene of both movies, but I uh, know that's a lie because when Tom Cruise had to show who he was, yeah, like, that, that, that right there, yeah, 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 that got me going. We watched uh, that on the big screen. I mean, that just that was lit. But uh, yeah, definitely, came on, definitely okay, Top Gun and Batman. I'll go, I'll go there. Oh, I got. I mean, I I got it on DVD to, or Blu-ray too. So, Preston, I know you got Top Gun. Yeah, I do. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm struggling here. I can't name another movie. That's okay. Not a 2022 movie. That's okay. I mean, I, did, I just want to get another option. Um, but, uh, I mean, I knew because you both were going to say Top Gun because all three of us went and saw Top Gun. Um, and so that. But uh, let me run down uh, my top ten. Um, a few honorable mentions in there. Um, Hustle, the Adam Sandler movie. Uh, on uh, Netflix, I really enjoyed um, Glass Onion, the new Knives Out movie. I really enjoyed as well. Um, did you see this The Whale? I did not see The Whale. I was, did you hear about it? Though? I was trying to watch as many as twenty twenty two movies I had left to watch, but I, I mean, it's gotten good reviews. I mean, Brendan Fraser's there's a good chance he could win the Oscar this year 
for that movie. Um, let's see here. Uh, That's so different. Yeah, uh, let's see. A couple other ones. Honorable mention before we get out of here. Um, highest first. Oh, The Gray Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was good. There, there, there's an honorable mention. I like that. The Gray Man was great. I, I was glad to see Ryan Gosling back out doing movies. Um, I, it was fun watching Chris Evans. They played well off each other. And I thought the action was fun. I mean, I actually went and saw this in the theater because it came out a week before the movie did, uh, did on Netflix. And uh, it was a it was a good run. I liked it a lot. Um, Jackass Forever. I want to give that. I want to give that an honorable mention because that was. I don't know if I've ever laughed. I haven't laughed that hard in a movie theater in a long, long time. And I was like, it was crying laughing because it was so funny. Um, and then one other one. Uh, that one was so good. They have to make another one now. Yeah, that new cast was solid, man. Yeah, it was hilarious. Bro. Uh, one movie I want to give uh, as far as like because of horror movies. Um, one that kind of came out of nowhere was Barbarian. Okay, uh, don't, bro. I I I'm told not, you I'm, I'm not gonna, watch I that. know you are, but I just I think for me because it just comes, it just came out of nowhere. Just just how enjoyable it was, um, <laughs> and how how good it was. But uh, that right there. But getting to my top ten, uh, number ten for me, it's this uh, Apple Plus movie that came out. Uh, I'm kind of a sucker for movies about you know got you know coming of age movies. Um, it's called Cha Cha Real Smooth. It's got Dakota Johnson in it. Um, the guy who directed it actually stars in it as well. It's just a. It was just a good movie. It's actually one of the movies I probably watched, like rewatched the most for this year. Um, number nine, and the reason why it's at number nine right now is because uh, I'm a. Uh, uh, that sucks. Yeah. What's going on up here? Um, the reason why it's at number nine right now is because I, I, it's at a recency bias. I mean, I actually could put it at eight, but uh, I just went and saw Babylon, the new Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt movie. Let me tell you something. That movie is, in, is so much fun. Oh, okay. The first 40 minutes of that movie is insane. Oh. <laughs> is, that a, is that a social? I think so. <laughs> Go ahead. What are you saying? Uh, it's so much fun. It gives off... Uh, uh, when I read reviews and there were some comparisons to Boogie Nights to it, then you watch the movie, I could totally see it. Really? Yeah. Um, number eight for me is Nope. Uh, Jordan Peele's new movie. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, the ending for me, as I told Antoine and uh, Preston before the podcast, um, the ending to me is still kind of the weak link in the movie. Uh, and that sucks. Um, it's still kind of the weekly in the movie, but I thought the performances were great. Daniel Kaluuya gives another great performance. Kiki Palmer was great. Um, I mean, just the way it was shot, to me, his best movies still get out, but as far as like the visuals and everything, I think it is the best Jordan Peele's done. Nine? There's no nines. Uh, number seven is Prey, the Hulu uh, Predator movie. So fucking good. So good. Uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, check out number six was the Banshees of Inner Sharon. Oh boy, that sucks. Antoine, you want to go ahead and flip that other card? That's that's brutal. This is a brutal way to end for Antoine. Oh, Three. That. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how the podcast should end, and how Let's this go. game ends. Not by myself. Going out together. We're shaking a shot. Um. Number six for me is Banshees of Inner Sharon, the new Colin Farrell movie, um, which, I mean, you guys I mean, can check out on HBO Max. It's on there right now. 
Um, if you've ever seen the movie In Bruges, uh, he, uh, the director, um, and his co-star were in that together. I mean, they reteam. I mean, it's a, it's a great movie. It's got dark comedy. It's witty. It's kind of sad too, but it's really good. Then my top five, I've got Ambulance at number five. Probably the most fu- one of the most fun movies I've had at the theater all year long. It's unhinged. Uh, it really, I mean, it's not the best movie, but Jake Gyllenhaal maybe gives my favorite performance of the year. Um, so uh, that because uh, he was just unbelievable in that movie. Number four for me is the Batman. Uh, my favorite comic book movie of the year. Uh, it was so great. It was just per- it, for me. It was fantastic. I think it's. Arguably the second or third best Batman movie ever made. I still have Dark Knight at one. Um, and then, of course, Michael Keaton's Batman's up there. Uh, number three for me is Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. This movie, I knew nothing about this movie, and it just, the it was just unbelievable. It was so much fun. I mean, great story. The visuals, the storytelling of it, you know, using that multiverse uh, uh Story uh, telling of it was great. Um, really loved that one. Number two for me was The Northman. I can't uh, see it, man. Uh, really, and it, so I listened to another podcast that talked about it. Uh, after watching that, you almost—it's like you have to go to the gym immediately because you just wanted—you just want to get shredded. Um, but Viking movie, violent as fuck. I mean, it's everything you want. And then number th- number one for me is, of course, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. The best movie experience of the year, so. Oh, boys. Uh-oh. A little spillage. But those were my top ten movies of the year. For 2022. Um, yeah, great short bus game to end on. Dude, glad we only played one game because I had two beers and a shot during that one game. I know, no kidding. I am, well, I mean, I'm... Actually, I'm on my third beer now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, dude. I mean, great movie list. Obviously, Top Gun knocked it out of the park. So I think it, it is number one. I agree. Um, boy, like I said, I just watched it the other night again, and it was just like third time seeing it, and I'm just like it's just so great. It's just so enjoyable to watch. It's even, I mean, as great as it was on big screen, it's just so much enjoyable to watch on uh, on the small on at home. Yeah. So no, that's when you know you've got a really good one. For sure, for sure, man, and. uh what a year it's been, man. Yeah, you know, like I said, very thankful for everything. Uh, all our listeners, thank you guys for uh, being around another year with us. Um, you know, we like to just get together and talk sports, and, um, you know, glad you guys are out there listening to us. So we appreciate it very much. Um, Tuan, you got anything you want to add to end the year? Uh, he's, he's going back into Mr. Clean over there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Sam, you got something you want to say? Uh, just thanks to all the listeners. Um, you know, we, we appreciate everybody who's listening to this podcast. I mean, obviously, we're we're working on bigger uh, bigger plans for the podcast. But so even though still small podcast, we still enjoy all the listeners that we have. Um, you know, it's you guys. I mean, we appreciate everything giving us the opportunity to, you know, let our voices be heard and, you know, just let us into, you know, for an hour, sometimes two hours, you know, let us listen to our opinions or, you know, really hot takes. Um, So thank you guys so much and, you know, can't wait to keep it going for uh, 23. Just to uh, piggyback off what Philly said, yeah, I appreciate 
we appreciate all the listeners that we do have. Um, it was a good year, good solid year. Uh, of course, next year is uh, 2023 Jordan year. Time to time to go up. Okay, you know, time to go up. So I think uh, we should expect bigger things from us during this podcast. Um, expect big moves from us just in life in general. And I wish the same thing for everybody else that's yep. listening or that's not listening. Uh, so yeah, I'm ready, man. Ready to attack this new year. New year, new me. New year, new me. I hate to say that. I don't like everybody else says yeah. it, but um, everybody go get your gym memberships while you can. Yeah, <laughs> go get those PRs. Right, but uh, yeah, 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 just excited, man. Thank you for all the listeners that we have again, and yeah, let's keep it going, boys. I expect everybody to lift over four hundred pounds next year. There you go. No pressure. Uh, hey guys, we love you. Appreciate it. You guys take care. See you next year. Happy New Year, guys. Chitty chitty bang bang.